When you take the roof off of a super late model, does it affect the handling? We'll talk about that today with the topless 100 on tap this weekend. Plus, I've got an update on the future of Sharon Speedway, a new driver for the 69K sprint car, and more. Let's go. It's Thursday, August 17th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. If you missed it earlier this week, I put the Dirt Tracker logo flex back on sale over at shop.dirttracker.com. As usual, uh, they were popular. Again, I have just a few left of each of the two sizes. Uh, If you want one, they ship for free in the US. I am out of the Sprint Car stickers again, but I do have the modified midget and alternate logo versions in stock. uh, Stickers ship free as well. You can see all of the Dirt Tracker merch options over at shop.dirttracker.com. It's Topless 100 week for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and technically the event doesn't start until tomorrow night at Batesville. There is racing tonight, though, as the Comp Cam's Super Dirt Series has a makeup event to complete. And that is from back on July 29th. That race was halted mid-show, so tonight they're going to run the B-Mains and the 5,000 to win feature. Hunter Razden and Scott Krigler will lead the field to green tonight. Through 11 races so far, Kyle Beard is the uh, Comp Cam's Series Championship leader over Billy Moyer Jr. Tomorrow night, though, the tops come off and a 5,000 win prelim program is on tap. Drivers will earn points through the night and the top 16 in those points will be locked into Saturday night's 50,000 win main event. Jonathan Davenport is the defending event winner with Hudson O'Neill and Jimmy Owens also scoring topless victories back to 2020. Looking at recent past results, there are a few guys that seem to really shine at Batesville without the roof. And Owens leads all drivers in average finish. In the seven feature events I have in the DirtTracker.com analytics database, Owens averages better than a third place finish. Uh, that is at 2.71. The others high on that list include Tim McCready, Davenport, and Dale McDowell. I was curious how taking the tops off these super late models affects how they drive and how the team set them up. So I reached out to a uh, really well-known crew guy in the industry. And he said that removing the roof and those A and B posts gives the air around the car a cleaner path to the spoiler. It was his belief that with uh, more downforce focused on the rear that the cars tend to handle a little bit tighter with the added forward drive. I also asked how they can counteract that effect and he said they can't really do anything about it with the body, but they will run a freer suspension setup. And looking at the numbers for who does well there, it's clear there are certain drivers and teams who know how to handle that little bit of a challenge that the topless provides. Another thing to watch out for this weekend uh, is that battle for the final Lucas Chase spot. Ricky Thorne Jr., Hudson O'Neill are well clear of the field, and Davenport's good runs through the summer have him solidly in. But that fourth position is up for grabs right now. Brandon Overton has it, but McCready is only 15 points back, and Devin Moran is still very much in striking distance as well. Overton needs a strong weekend after kind of an up and down last several weeks, especially on a track that is a strength for McCready. If you can't get to Batesville, you can watch uh, live this weekend over on Flow Racing. Uh, Doing this show gets me tagged in a lot of stuff on social media, especially when it comes to news items. It's definitely appreciated as some things I don't see until I get those notifications. In recent weeks, I've been tagged in a bunch of posts regarding dirt tracks being listed for sale. And right now we know that there are active listings for Tri-City and Knox in Pennsylvania and Stateline Speedway in New York. There's also been a bunch of social media chatter this week about Sharon Speedway in Ohio. Looking at LoopNet, there is a listing there for Sharon with a price tag of $3 million. I've been alerted to several of these posts, but I don't think I'd be concerned about this one. If you dig into the listing a little bit, it was first put up way back in 2018. I mean, that's five years ago. 
And the original broker for the property for that listing doesn't even exist anymore. It's been absorbed by another brokerage company. And I did do some asking around to get some more information and to see what was up. And I was told by someone close to the track that a sale is not currently actively being pursued. I think it's important to remember that everything is probably for sale at the right price, but, but at this moment, I wouldn't be worried about the future for Sharon Speedway. And since we can't seem to go more than a day or two uh, without some sprint car driver news, uh, it was announced yesterday that the Kreitz Racing 69K has a driver for the upcoming National Open at Williams Grove. Following the departure of Lance DeWeese, Kreitz hired Logan Wagner to drive the car, but that's mostly at Port Royal. And Wagner debuted back on August 5th with a second place finish. For the National Open and possibly an extra show or two at the Grove to get comfortable, we now know that Darren Pittman will be in the seat. Kreitz revealed to Flow Racing's Kyle McFadden that they agreed to the deal just this week. Pittman is semi-retired at this point, although we've seen him a few times a season, including this past weekend at Knoxville. He's more focused uh, these days on running Ultra Shield race products. First scheduled race for Pittman in the 69K is September 15th in the Billy Kimmel Memorial. Looking around at some other racing to come this weekend, the All-Star Circuit of Champions season gets rolling again after taking the break around the Knoxville Nationals. They'll be at Outlaw Speedway Friday, Utica Rome on Saturday, and down to Sealands Grove on Sunday. We know that Tyler Courtney has been cleared to race after his back injury uh, from the Eldora weekend, and he'll be back in the seat of the Clawson Marshall 7BC. He's fallen down to 7th in the driver standings because of the missed races, but the battle for the All-Star Owners Championship is still red hot. And that owners battle is important because that's what gets the championship payout come the season-ending banquet. A hat tip too to the All-Stars, uh, Blake Anderson let me know this week, they have added the All-Star Owners Championship points to the site, uh, so you can easily find those now. Uh, they'd kind of been posted uh, uh, in the bulletins for the week and in uh, post-race releases, but now they're actually in that points section on the site, so thanks to them for that. Anthony Macri was obviously in the CMR car in a fill-in role, but just four top tens and eight starts allowed Zeb Wise and the Rudine team to take control of that Owners' Championship. Headed into this weekend, the gap is eight points back to the 7BC. Thirteen race nights remain for the All-Stars in 2023, and if Courtney is able to just slide right back in and go, this will be a big fight, I think, all the way to Eldora. And what this means for Macri going forward, I haven't heard. I'm guessing he'll finish the high-limit season with Bernie in the 71. And you have to think he'd have at least some options, especially with the big shows coming up in Pennsylvania. It's definitely a story we'll be keeping an eye on going forward. Up at Jackson Motorplex, the Word of Outlaws uh, Sprint Car Series season continues with the Jackson Nationals getting started tonight. Thursday and Friday are 10,000 win prelim shows with the event culminating Saturday in a 25,000 win main event. Carson Macedo is the defending event winner, but this uh, has been a good track in recent years for Logan Schuhart, so I would not sleep on the Shark 1S this weekend. Championship battle remains tied as well with the top three only separated right now by 60 points. If you want some racing with uh, no wings, USAC has a busy weekend ahead. The National Midgets are back after a month off. They've got stops at Wayne County in Illinois and Macon Speedway. And the Silver Crown Series is at Springfield on Saturday for the Bettenhausen 100. On the midget side, Logan CB has been the guy lately with Abacus Racing. He's got seven straight podium finishes and leads the championship right now over Jacob Denny. Mitchell Moles won the Wayne County show a year ago, while Macon hasn't been on the schedule since 2017. As for Silver Crown, they haven't had a dirt race since June 17th at Port Royal when Logan Seavey went to victory lane. Since then, though, Cody Swanson has three straight victories all on the pavement between Madison, Winchester, and Toledo. Swanson leads the championship right now by 31 points over Seavey. At last check, USAC ex ex uh, expects something like 45 cars to be in attendance for the Bettenhausen 100, so a very strong field expected there. 
Uh, for the late model crowd this weekend, uh, you can also check out the Ultimate Heart of America series at Richmond, Kentucky. They've got a 20,000 to win show. And the Southern Nationals and Hunt the Front series are at East Alabama. Uh, and that Saturday show at East Alabama is 10,000 to win. Will Harrington has a very slight six-point lead on Josh Putnam right now for the Hunt the Front series title. Uh, Joseph Joyner uh, and a young dude, Trey Mills, also in the mix for that champion uh, championship. All of these races I've mentioned today can be watched across the streaming services, so make sure to check out the streaming schedule over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Uh, the Super Dirt Car Series was at Landa Legends last night to close out their summer fast week of races. Matt Williamson won back on Monday at Brewerton. Tuesday's show was lost to rain, and last night it was championship leader Matt Shepard taking the victory. Jack Laner, Mike Mahaney led laps early, but Shepard took over uh, before halfway. Uh, he started from the third position, and then he went the distance. With 13 races complete, the gap between Shepard and Williamson is 64 points, which is still very man uh, manageable for Money Matt. The rest of the field from Jimmy Phelps in third on back is uh, more than 200 points out, so this is very much a two-horse race. Shepard has finished top 10 in every Super Dirt Car Series event so far this year, and according to Race Stat Central, now has 23 total big block wins in 55 races across the various series and tracks he competes with. Uh, the SDS is back next Tuesday night at Ransomville. And at Mason City Motor Speedway last night, Jake Tim picked up the USMTS victory on the opening night of the 25th anniversary weekend. Because of points, though, Derek Ramirez will start from the pole for the big show on Saturday. Racing at Mason City continues tonight and tomorrow with more prelim action before the big show on Saturday. Uh, that's it for the Daily Show this week. Remember, no Friday episode. Uh, thanks, everyone, for your continued viewership and support. Hope you guys enjoy the dirt racing this weekend. We'll see you right back here on Sunday. <laughs>